Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Bengal Tiger Podcast. I am Billy Embody, coming at you with the Recruiting Focus Podcast today. Uh, as some news has trickled out over the last few days, we've got a lot to cover, and we're going to stick in Louisiana because that is where all the news is starting to pile up here on the recruiting front. And I want to lead off with really the breaking news that happened Monday night, uh, you know, as everybody was probably tucking themselves into bed. Baton Rouge Woodlawn quarterback Ricky Collins decommitted from Purdue, and the Tigers quickly took the on-three recruiting prediction machine lead uh, with a pair of predictions from uh, myself and our uh, recruiting analyst Sam Spiegelman, Chad Simmons, uh, jumped on board with picks uh, for LSU to land uh, the four-star quarterback for the on-three consensus. Uh, this one's been trending kind of LSU's way for quite some time, you know, LSU quarterbacks coach Joe Sloan hasn't given up on Ricky Collins, uh, been steadily recruiting him all spring, all summer. He's made a visit to campus, uh, I, I would bet, at least once a month, uh, as long as it wasn't a dead period, to check out the campus and spend time with the staff. So he's been around Baton Rouge a good bit. Uh, this summer, he took official visits to Florida State and Purdue uh, in the month of June, and uh you know, LSU still had that official visit. That was kind of the big thing leaving the month of June was that LSU didn't burn that official visit. And even if this recruitment would have gone into the fall, they still had that in the back pocket to use. But, you know, if you followed our class prediction uh, prediction pieces on the BengalTiger.com, we've been, you know, having Ricky Collins as the quarterback in the class since the first one I did. Um, and, it, and it made a lot of sense. You know, Baton Rouge kid, Seemed like other quarterbacks nationally were probably going to end up elsewhere outside of LSU. And so the safe pick has always been Ricky Collins stays home to play for the Tigers. And now he announced his decision to back off his pledge to Purdue. Uh, and now it's 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 very clear, at least from from you know talking with sources and, you know, all the intel we've been gathering leading up to this that, you know, LSU had taken the lead here and it looked like you know, over the course of the month of August, we could see a decision made uh, and a flip happen. And I, I think right now we're, we're firmly now on commit watch for Ricky Collins to see when he does make this decision. You know, one thing when I spoke with him at the LSU 7-on-7 camp this summer is he wanted to be done with this, you know, in the summer uh, and focus on his senior year. At the time when we spoke, it was in the middle of June. And he said, you know, I, I want to be done with this by the end of the month. Now, of course, that didn't pan out. Um, LSU kept pushing, uh, and he was on campus for the Bayou Splash this past weekend. And that was when the buzz really started picking up. Uh, talking with Sam Spiegelman, you, you know, he's our uh, kind of Louisiana expert in a way here. He was kind of hearing the same thing I was, posted on the board. I said, hey, don't be surprised if in the next day or so we put predictions in for the Tigers to land him and, Ricky beat us to the punch, uh, decommitting. Uh, and so we went ahead and put our picks in uh, Monday evening uh, for the Tigers right after that. Um, you know, this is a this is somebody that I think fits well in the quarterback room if he does indeed jump on board. And here's why, you know, part of the thing that LSU, you know, is probably battled a little bit is is the quarterback room. You've got Miles Brennan who has one more year. He doesn't factor in to this 2023 quarterback battle that'll probably you know still happen I think just with the competition in that room but you've got Jaden Daniels who has another year after that you have Garrett Nesmeyer who's done some good things in his career and who knows he could win the starting job 
You have Walker Howard. So you have some talent at the quarterback position. Now, that doesn't stop a, a lot of the upper echelon schools nationally from landing top-tier quarterbacks. But in terms of Ricky Collins and how he fits, he fits into that competition and, and can kind of develop. So if Garrett Nussmeyer were to win you know, the quarterback competition this year or next, uh, you, you're looking at a situation where Ricky Collins can sit back and develop. If you look at the on-three consensus, he ranks as the number 173 overall prospect, number 12 quarterback nationally. Um, Rivals has him at 103 overall and the number two quarterback in the country. 24-7 has him at 178, number 13th quarterback nationally, ESPN 192, and and um, uh, the number 11 quarterback. We have him outside the on-300 as the number 18 quarterback. So probably one of, one of if not the highest non-on-300 quarterback in the country and I, I think watching Ricky Collins at seven on seven camp uh, diving into his junior tape I think consistency is the biggest thing that he needs to continue to improve on I think his the coaches that are around him will tell you that as well um, you know Rohan Davey has been involved with his uh, coaching and, and development and that was something that stood out to me as far as when he was watching him at LSU seven on seven camp was just Look, Rohan was doesn't really hide his emotions very well. He was he was very adamant that he needed to be sharper with his feet, sharper with his consistency, uh, just playing in that tournament with Woodlawn. And but you at the same token can see the the pure talent that Ricky Collins has. Arm talent is there. He can make just about every throw. He's got the athleticism. He's played three sports: basketball and baseball, as well as football. Um, very good baseball player, especially early in his high school days. Uh, this is somebody that you know has a lot of upside and if given time and to really lock in and hone in on one sport and you know really focus on improving his delivery as well um, tightening up that throwing motion getting a quicker release he's got the chance to be a really good quarterback just got to show it more consistently you know had a really good day at the elite 11 when he won the um, the accuracy, I think it's called the mega target challenge, uh, which doesn't involve moving targets, but he won that challenge, um, had a good pro day at the elite 11 finals, uh, was in the conversation for best feet. So if you watch the tape that I shot at the seven on seven camp, you kind of see him be flat footed a little bit, um, just kind of be a little nonchalant. And then you see him get put in the conversation with some of the best feet in the camp at Elite 11. So again, it kind of goes back to consistency with Ricky Collins as far as what you want to see a little bit more out of uh, from him. But he'd be a very good pickup for LSU. He'd solidify the quarterback room. I'm of the belief you got to take a quarterback every year. Uh, he makes a lot of sense being a Baton Rouge kid. And then you can, again, kind of shoot for some of the, the players that you're shooting for um, nationally in 2024 uh, if, you, if you get him on board. And, you know, there's still... Uh, plenty of talented quarterbacks that are out there in that class that hold LSU offers uh, that have been on campus this summer. Uh, you know, you look at uh, some of the quarterbacks that that are in that you know conversation for LSU: Julian San uh, out of Cal Carlsbad, California; DJ Lagway out of Willis, Texas. Um, you know, they had a good number of the top ten quarterbacks in the country on campus over the summer as well, and not to mention some guys that haven't picked up offers yet. So. They can kind of evaluate that class and see where um, see where they want to go with it uh, if they do indeed get Ricky Collins on board. And then who knows, you know, if Garrett Nassmeyer wins the job, maybe they have to address, you know, with the transfer portal to kind of shore up the room if you see maybe somebody uh, leave again. And I, that's just kind of the reality of the quarterback position. It seems like every year somebody could leave and transfer and, and, and go 
find a better opportunity for them. So um, that was kind of the big news that broke Monday night officially that Ricky Collins decommitted from Purdue. And now LSU sits in a really good spot for him. On Sunday, Shelton Sampson announced that his final four that he told us about were indeed his final four. That's LSU, A&M, Florida State, and Alabama. Uh, and now uh, he will announce his college choice on Saturday at Catholic High in Baton Rouge. LSU sits as the heavy favorite in the recruiting prediction mach- machine. We talked about you know Ricky Collins being a guy that you know on three has him outside of uh, the the four star range. Well, Shelton Sampson on three highest on. Uh, locked in as a five-star, 21 overall prospect in the country, number four wide out, number three prospect in Louisiana. And this is one that LSU's just kind of held the healthy lead from everything we've heard over the course of the summer. They pushed all the right buttons. Wasn't necessarily a slam dunk by any means that he was going to stay home and play for LSU. Uh, you know, Texas A&M certainly is going to be one to watch. You know, just even if he commits to LSU, you just always got to cross your – Cross your T's and dot your I's. I mean, with recruits, you really do uh, in today's day and age. But um, Texas A&M did host him on Saturday after Shelton Sampson was on campus for the Bayou Splash on Friday. But this was kind of the, uh, you know, the final piece. And we knew his decision was coming before his senior year. Sure enough, uh, you know, he confirmed with us that he's going to announce on Saturday. Uh, and we like where LSU stands for Shelton Sampson. So uh, he's announcing mid-afternoon. We'll be there. We'll have coverage for you guys on the Bengaltiger.com, which, by the way, during all of this recruiting buzz that's going on, and we've got a lot more to share on this podcast, but a big piece of news for us, we just dropped a flash sale. $1 gets you a month of the Bengaltiger.com, or $10 gets you, enti- you an entire year. Not only is a big month for recruiting, Tigers could really be on, on their way to you know pushing for a top five class going into the football season. Um, but fall camp starts. First practice is on Thursday. Uh, and of course, the On3 network is just on fire right now. So be sure to jump on board, get it while it's hot, uh, and get yourself covered for all the latest on recruiting. So Shelton Sampson announces Saturday. We really like where the Tigers stand in that one. Um, you know, Texas A&M kind of, you know, is certainly hanging around in that one. But we like where LSU stands. Thinks it'll be the think it'll be the Tigers on Saturday that land a five star receiver, and then Zachary uh, Louisiana defensive back Kylan Jackson also locked in his commitment date for August eighth. That'll be another one that we feel like LSU will win out. LSU, A and M, Oregon, and Michigan his finalists. Again, an LSU Texas A&M battle. Um, but this is one that that we feel like LSU has certainly solidified themselves uh, with, and and he'd be a really quality land um, as far as um, you know the the secondary. LSU has a really good crop of safeties committed right now, um, led by Ryan Yates, uh, and, and then you add in you know somebody like Kylan Jackson, you're you're looking at a really good haul there. Um, he's somebody that that we really like at on three as well. We've got him as a four star. Um, but the consensus is a little bit higher on him. Number 157 overall prospect in the country, number 11 safety nationally. Um, and, and but, you know, we're, we're kind of middle of the pack right with 24-7 as far as the rankings go with Kylan Jackson, um, who we think does indeed choose LSU. We'll see if that leads to maybe Ryan Yates reconsidering. But I covered some, some of uh, Ryan Yates, who, who did 
uh, unofficially visit Oklahoma this past weekend. I covered what's going on with him and kind of how that visit materialized with some notes on the Bengal Tigers. So go check that out. Uh, kind of a must read in case you're you know feeling a little uh, iffy about where things stand with Ryan Yates. But Kylan Jackson would be a really nice land for LSU. Um, he got his academics in order this summer, uh, and that really allowed LSU to turn up the heat. Two more guys that are still hanging around out there on the decision front that we're thinking will end up making their decisions known before their senior years. Uh, I'll start with four-star St. James athlete Kai Preen, uh, somebody that LSU's been recruiting at wide receiver for a while now. Again, uh, Auburn was one that I think was in there pretty well, uh, as well as Florida State and Mississippi State. But it does seem like Frank Wilson, Cortez Hankton have really done a good job here, quietly working this one, and we feel like LSU sits in the driver's seat for Kai Preen. Uh, and, and I think he's somebody that kind of a thicker-built, almost slot receiver. I'm looking forward to seeing how he plays as a senior. I saw him this spring at the Under Armour Dallas uh, regional that he attended, and and he was just fine. I, I wouldn't say he was a game-breaker and one of the top guys there, but um, had a decent day. I, I, I think maybe he just wasn't in pure football shape, so I want to see him as a senior, see what he puts together in his first year at St. James. Uh, he comes over from Ascension Catholic to play uh, for the Wildcats. So um, Kai Preen is another one we feel LSU sits in a really good spot for. And then you look at Zalance Hurd, the big five-star Monroe, Louisiana, Neville High, offensive tackle. Uh, we just solidified him as a five-star for on three. We feel like LSU's in the driver's seat. Florida and Florida State hosted him this past week. Four visits. He did not make it to LSU. But again, this is one that the signs are pointing towards LSU, you know, finishing this one up, we think, sooner rather than later. He's hinted at a decision before his senior year. He's hinted at it early in his senior year. But he is just kind of continuing to take those steps, it seems like, towards finalizing a, a decision. So we're excited to see what happens with, with Zalance Hurd, especially a guy that we love it on three. Uh, I felt for a while that LSU sits in the driver's seat, put a pick in for him uh, after my trip over to Neville to see him this spring. Uh, Nebraska hosted him for an official visit, uh, but I, I feel like it's LSU that sits in the best spot for Zalance Hurd. So those are kind of the Louisiana guys that are out there running around potentially making decisions here or have their commitment dates set. Um, and it could be a huge month to start um, for LSU in the state of Louisiana. A couple other names in the state that will be announcing soon. Um, you've got Jaden Osbury out of Baton Rouge U High. Looks like he's probably headed uh, to Notre Dame, which is kind of an expected decision there. Uh, you have uh, Ashley Williams out of Zachary. Looks like Auburn might be able to flip uh, the Nebraska pledge. Um, you have uh, um, Jordan Matthews out of Baton Rouge Woodlawn. That one could be interesting. We are hearing that he's going to move up his decision, and we think it probably ends up being Texas from what we hear. Uh, but uh, that is one where I think LSU might hang around and try to obviously change that. LSU legacy, somebody in the state uh, that they did offer after the 7-on-7 seven -seven camp, uh, and, and, you know, corner is a really big need for LSU. I, I really believe that despite what they kind of did with the transfer portal this past offseason, um, despite what they have with Dalen Austin and Jordan, uh, or uh, despite what they have with Dalen Austin and Jeremiah Matthews, 
on board. Uh, that's a position that I think they can continue to get better at. Um, you know, they're com- they're recruiting Javian Toviano out of Arlington Martin. They're recruiting Javon Thomas uh, out of Dallas South Oak Cliff. Uh, Javon Thomas is somebody that's committed to Texas A&M right now, but was on campus for a visit this past weekend. Toviano was on campus for a visit this past weekend. Uh, but but right now, you, you can't really you know, peg those guys for LSU, in my opinion at least. I think they, they're in there. They're in the mix. Uh, they're trying to get a flip done in Javon Toviano, or excuse me, Javon Thomas's case, and then they're, they're working to get Javion Toviano uh, on board. Uh, we'll see kind of what happens with him. I'm looking forward to seeing those guys in their fall camps and get to talk with them because they're kind of pretty quiet guys when it comes to recruiting unless you go and see them. Uh, but, you know, LSU getting both those guys on campus was big. But for the most part, it's going to be a heavy Louisiana month of August from what it seems like. We'll see if there's any surpri- other surprises out there for LSU. But things are trending in the right direction for the Tigers, and there's a lot uh, to like about where things are headed in Louisiana with some of these upcoming decisions. So with that, going to wrap up this edition of the podcast. We'll talk a little fall camp tomorrow. We'll talk a little fall camp on Thursday. Uh, preview kind of the offensive and defensive sides of the ball. And then, of course, we'll have your coverage of Shelton Sampson on Saturday and uh, Kylan Jackson on Monday. So be sure to keep it locked on the BengalTiger.com. Pick up a subscription, $1 for a month, $10 for a year. Do it and be in the know on all things recruiting and team. So uh, thanks for listening, you guys. And uh, it's been a heck of a ride on the site. Uh, On3 just hit its one-year anniversary overall. So a lot more to come this month from on three and uh, the fun's just beginning. So be sure to uh, check us out at the bengaltiger.com. Hope you guys have a great week. Football season is here and we're excited to cover it. Thanks for listening.